So we've been talking about the difference between reality and truth, between scientific fact and, and the way the Torah sees the world, which is, a, is, is relationships and connections rather than, the, 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 rather than objects. And it's important to appreciate that in the, from the scientific perspective, when we look at, at reality, we're looking at physical dimensions. The size, the weight, the volume, that's what defines things physically. What defines them physically are physical dimensions. In the same way as there are physical dimensions, there are also spiritual dimensions to the world. Um, and, and halacha deals with those spiritual dimensions and with the relationship between the spiritual dimensions and the, and the physical dimensions. So, for example, Hilchus Tuma and Tyro, which we're going to be dealing with with several daf, are, thank you, are spiritual dimensions. Um, of, of the world, of objects. So if we, one can look at, at two objects and with the, uh, with the normal general eye, with a, with a secular eye, you see, you, see, you see a container, you see a cup, you see a, a, a pot or a pan or a glass of wine or whatever, that's what it is. Uh, but as we, st- as we build and, and develop more and more this lens through which to see the world, and that's what learning Shas is about, is, is developing the lens with which to see the world. And uh, as you know, if you've ever been to a, a, an observatory, which one should do, uh, you look up to the sky and you see what you see. Even if it's in an area where observatories usually are, where the light is great and there's no pollution, you see a beautiful sky, but you look through a telescope and you see things that you've never, you didn't even know exist. Everything looks different. Uh, that's because of the lens. And so it is, as we develop a Torah lens, world and life looks different. It's not that you have to look in Shulchan Aruch to know what to do, the world looks different, and consequently, every, you, do, you do things differently, and you need to find out how to deal with the world, because the world is different. Not because anything's changed, it's the same world. But with each daf of Gomorrah, with each concept in Halacha that you engage in and acquire a knowledge on, each one just adds another facet to the lens, and the world looks different, and the world looks different. It doesn't matter whether you're learning about Tum and Tyra, you're learning about Shabbos, you're learning about Pesach. It doesn't matter what you're learning about. Each thing you learn adds another facet to that lens. And when you start building that lens, you start seeing things differently. So an, an ordinary person says to the, to the waiter, bring me a glass of wine. A wine expert says, bring me a Cabernet or bring me a Merlot. The more you have a lens for the area in which you're operating, the more specific and nuanced your perception of the world is. It's not just a bottle of wine. There's a Cab and a Merlot are completely different to an expert. To an Asav, it's it's adom uh, adom It's red stuff. Doesn't matter what it is. It's, it looks good. It's red soup. To to a Yaakov, it's nuanced. It's nizid adashim because of the time of Avelus, and it's to do with Avrom Avinu, with their grandfather. There's a whole world of meaning around it, which Asav misses because he's not in that world. He doesn't have that lens. And the the thrill, the excitement, the joy of life is from the nuances. And through Torah, we're able to see some of those nuances. And the nuances are qualitative. The nuances are not quantitative. Halachic nuances are all qualitative. And we're used to seeing the world quantitatively. How much? How much does it cost? How big is it? How long will it take? Everything we look at, we measure in terms of of quantity. But the halachic lens is is a qualitative lens. So we've had these ideas already with Dafyu Dalad, which we Dafyu Gimel, which we didn't have a chance to, to learn because together, because it was Friday's Daf, so we, and Shabbos we don't have a shir. Um, but but there we had the idea of Kol Ha'Oimed Lizor Kezoruk Dami, Dam blood in the Beis Hamikdash, which is involved with the Avoda, which is due to be thrown onto the Mizbeach, 
once that's the next step is to throw this onto the Mizbeach, it's already considered as thrown. So when, when a Kohen looks at that dam, he looks at dam Zoruk. He sees blood of a different quality. It's blood that has already been thrown. Physically, it hasn't been thrown. It's still in the same container it was before. Physically, there's no difference, but he sees the nuance. Qualitatively, it's Kazoruk Dami. It's a, diff- a different quality. In this whole piece of Gomorrah that we're learning at the moment, the idea of something that has to be destroyed, whether it's Truma Tameo that has to be destroyed, or it's Chometz that has to be destroyed, it hasn't been destroyed yet. It's still the same thing, it's still the same loaf of bread it was before, so to the untrained eye, this is a loaf of bread, this is a loaf of bread, but to the halachic eye, this is omedli sorif. It's, got, it's a different qualitative thing, it's omedli sorif, it's, it's due to be burnt, and since it's due to be burnt, it doesn't have the same halachas. From a truth, from a relational perspective, it's completely different. You can do things with this loaf of bread that you can't do with a regular loaf of bread, because it's different, it's omedli sorif, it's going to be burnt. And so we're dealing with this all the time. One of the fascinating questions is to look at, and we've got a toastless that we'll understand this with, we'll, we'll learn, um, to look at the qualitative difference between a solid and a liquid of the same material. So you look at ice and water, you look at, at wax and oil. Uh, quali- qualitatively, quantitatively, they're different. One is liquid, one is, one is solid. What about halachically? Are they different or are they the same? And what about oil that has become wax and that melts again into oil? Is that the same qualitatively? Is that the same oil that you started off with? Or is this now a different oil? This is an oil that is melted wax. It's not the same oil that you started off in the beginning uh, in the beginning with. Uh, and the, the nafkimina, this makes a difference in two areas. There may be more areas, but for our purposes, there are two areas where it makes a difference. The one is hilchos netilas yadayim, simen kufnun chesin yorachayim. The din is, as, as you know, from, from Pesach Seder and, and, and from Haloche, that if food has become moist, then you have to wash your hands before you can eat the food, uh, or you need to dry the food. There are only certain liquids that this applies to. The, the, and we've seen the Gemara and Shukhanoch, the seven liquids to which it applies to. Oil is one of them. So if something is oily, you should wash your hands before you have it, or, the, or, or you should eat it with a, with a fork or a spoon, or you should, um, or you should dry it. What kind of oil? What about if the oil is, uh, ha- has been, it is wax, let's say, it's just wax. It's waxed with the same material as the oil. You've got a food product which is covered with, with beeswax. So it's the same, uh, or it's covered with, with olive oil wax. So it's exactly the same material, but it's not, it's not dipped in it, it's not liquid. What is the din? And if it's covered with oil that has melted from wax, what is its din? That's one area where there's enough kamina. And the other area is with the menorah and the besamikdash. You've got to use olive oil to light, the be- to light oil. Could you use wax? Could you use a candle? Uh, could you use a melted candle? Started off with olive oil, became wax, and now it's liquid again. Could you use that in the besamikdash? And of course that has an impact on the, the menorahs that you buy here with, uh, the, with these little waxed olive oil things. Are they good? Are they not so good? What is the deal? So let's have a look uh, at, at, at Tosfus. Tosfus brings a raya from the Gemara. The Gemara says, um, We have a din that any... So in, in, in Tumor, we have different levels of Tumor, from Aviavosa Tumor, which is like a dead body, to Ava Tumor, which is somebody who touched a dead body, or a Sheretz, or a Nevela, which is a primary Tumor, and then you've got 
first degree tumor, second degree tumor, third degree tumor, fourth degree tumor. In normal life, only first and second apply. When it comes to truma, third applies. When it comes to kochim, fourth level applies. So those are the levels of truma. The Gemara says anything which is second degree tumor, which can make truma tome, because that's what second degree tumor can make truma tome. It can't affect normal food, but it can make truma tome. Any such object that is second degree tome makes liquid a rishoin. It, it may, if it touches liquid, the liquid is treated as a first-degree tumor. So second-degree tumor can make liquid a first-degree tumor, and that's Midrabonon. The Midrabonon legislated that, one of the 18 things they legislated for all sorts of reasons. We learned that in Kimura Shabbos. So Rashi, as Tosfa says, and here we're dealing with oil. Mikan mashma deshem and choshev mashke. So it's clear from here, since we're dealing with oil, that oil is considered a one of those liquids that that are treated like uh, if you t- if you touch it it can be it can conduct tumor and therefore your hands have to be clean when you touch it which is why we do natilis yadayim even for for moitzi. Um and he brings in several rayas that oil is one of the mashkim. Uh, asks so he asks from a mishnah in Tyrus where Rabbi Meir says shemen oil means olive oil is always rich in the tumor if it's touched. The Chachomim say even even honey. Rabbi Shimon Shazuri says Hayayin, only wine is one of those liquids. Oil and honey are not. Perish Tafke Yayin, Aval Hanachloi, Ufaskinan, Bakamitz Rabbi, Hirchisikavase. And we paskin like Rabbi Shimon Shazuri that oil is not one of these liquids that transmits tumor. That trans- transmits tumor. So what's the Gemara talking about it here? Saying oil is one of the things that if it's touched by second degree tumor, it becomes first degree tumor. Says Tosus, that's against the, the Mishnah in, in Tyrus. So don't worry about all that too much. What we have to, for the purposes of our discussion today, the answer is important. Oimer Tam, the Hosomari Benikrash Vachakach Nimuach. This discussion in the Mishnah in Tyrus about whether oil yes or oil no is talking about oil which has melted after having been solidified. So it became wax, then it became oil again. That, says Rabbi Shimon ben Shizuri, is not counted as oil. He brings a raya, but if it wasn't ever solidified, it was always, it was always liquid, everybody agrees that that's oil. So we see from here that you can look at two containers of oil. You can have a scientist analyze them microscopically and they will be the same this one a oil and b oil we look at it halakhically and we say "Uh -uh, this is oil this is not oil what do you mean it's not oil through your reality lens it's oil through your lens of truth and halacha it's not shemen now the interesting thing is the nuances get much much more complex than that so so there's the reality that's without nuance oil it's oil it's it's kind of sticky stuff, it's oil. Then there's the halachic. No, this is, this is melted wax. It was once oil, but it's no longer oil. Now we can be nuanced a little further. It's no longer oil, legabi what? With respect to what? So there's, is it oil with respect to Hilchus Tuma and Tyra? And is it oil with respect to Menorah? So now there are two kinds of oil. There's Shemen, which is considered oil in the world of Tuma and Tyra, 
And there's a different issue of oil, which is considered oil in the world of Hadlokas Menorah, two different kinds of oil. It's just nuance upon nuance upon nuance. It's so exciting to be a Bentorah. Look, you look at the world. It's just so complex. These guys in Tel Aviv who are involved in the high-tech, they think they're involved in complexity. They haven't started learning to Mentaira yet. What kind of complexity? So the so now we have an interesting thing. The Gemara, we're going to come to a Gemara very soon, where the Gemara says that the Gezerah that the Chachomim made on Mashkin, on liquids, that they, you've got to, they can become so Tome, Ki Gozer Mashkin Dalma. That Gezerah was made with general liquid. But not for liquids in the Beis Hamikdash. The liquids in the Beis Hamikdash do not become Tome. So what's the question? So what's the big deal with Hanukkah? They couldn't find they couldn't find oil that was toher. <laughs> Go to the closet in the Beis Hamikdash and you'll find oil. And maybe the Yevonim came and they tell so, but it's like Ozrud. The oil doesn't become tomer. A whole thing about Nes Hanukkah. Eight days we're going to celebrate, and the whole thing was for nothing. We didn't even need the Nes. And why would the Moshim do a Nes if we didn't need a Nes? So how could it possibly be that the oil in the Beis Hamikdash became Tomeh? But in Tosus we've got the answer. The answer is, if it was solidified first, if at any stage it was solidified, it does become Tomeh. It, it does become Tomeh. It's only when Rabbi Shimon Shizuri says, oil isn't one of those liquids that the Chomeh were gozer on, he's only talking about virgin oil. But if the oil was, was virgin but became wax, and later on became oil again, that can become Tomeh, because that has the din of Michael. If the wax was touched, or even, according to Rabbeinu Tam, if the oil after it had been waxed was touched, it would become, it would become Tomeh. So what do you see from there? That the oil they used for the menorah was at least at times stored in solid form. And then it was melted when they lit it. If that's the case, there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to do the same with our menorahs and to, to buy the solidified olive oil. Of course, even a candle is okay from Pialocha, but Hidurim, we like to make it as close as we can to the way it was in the Beis Hamikdash. But we see from Tosfus, it must have been that in the Beis Hamikdash they used previously solidified oil. Otherwise, there would have been no Shiloh of Tumor and Tyra. And if they use previously solidified oil, we can too, because when you light the, 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 obviously it can't burn while it's solid, it has to melt it first, the the flame melts the oil. And these things very quickly, the little cup becomes a cup of oil. It's only for transport and handling that it's solidified, but it quickly becomes liquid. And we see from from here that although mihilchas tumen tyro, that's not oil. If a koyen looks at your Hanukkah lights, he'll say, oi, that's not oil. That comes from solidified things. It's not shaman. And you'll say, relax, Cohen. Put on your, your Besamikdash eyes, your Avoida eyes. Tumantara, you're right. But for Avoida's Besamikdash and Adlokas Amanoira, this is shaman.